Hey everyone, welcome to Refinery Life Australia and welcome to another Thursday evening teaching. I'm so glad you've, you've made it this far. Yeah, we're a couple of days away from the end of the year. It's such an exciting time and you know, it's a time of year when people start looking for a new church home and, and start visiting churches. So if you're on the Gold Coast, why don't you come and join us? We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 23 T.E. Peters Drive at Broadbeach. We'd love to see you there. We're a friendly church. We preach the word of the Lord. That's all you really need to be looking for. And, you know, if you're, if you're in the Yatla, Beanley, Logan, Pimpamar type area, you could come and join us at 3 p.m. on Sundays. We're meeting at Yatla, and we'd love to see you there. If you'd, if you'd like more details, just get in contact with, you, with us, and we'll let you know exactly where we're meeting. But join me now in the Lord's Prayer. We pray the Lord's Prayer every time we meet, because this was Jesus' model prayer. You'll notice it's not a big wish list. It's very short and simple. He said, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. This week we're continuing our series from the book of Colossians. Let me encourage you to invite a friend. Share this with them now. Like it. Because this is a devotional study of the Bible, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. And it has the potential for bringing great blessings into the lives of those who participate. We've been going for quite a few weeks and we've got a couple more to go. These messages from Colossians have been a staple for us on Thursday nights. And today we're talking about when God's word dwells in you. The text we're going to concentrate on is Colossians 3, 16 and 17. And I'm reading from the New King James Version, but you can read from whichever version you, you prefer. So open up your Bible and let's read together. Verse 16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in the psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, <coughs> excuse me, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Verse 17, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus Christ, or Lord Jesus, it's got in New King James Version, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now, they're the scriptures we're concentrating on, but they're the, they're the only two scriptures we're really working through today. Let's pray for our offering. We pray for our offering every week. So if you've got your, your seed there and you're ready to sow, let's pray together. Details will be on the bottom of the screen. Father, we come to you today because you redeemed us. You made us. And we know that every good and perfect gift come from your bountiful hands. Lord, we pray that you make us good stewards of what you've given us, be it a lot or a little, and Lord, what you will give us in the future. It's by your grace, Lord, that we've been brought with a price. Therefore, we desire to glorify you. Receive these gifts from our hearts and our hands today, Lord, and Lord, bless them and use them for your glory. It's in Jesus' name that we pray this evening. 
Amen. Amen. I read a story through the week that several years ago a newspaper editor sent a letter to 100 important people asking them one question. That question was, suppose you were sent to prison for three years and could only take three books with you. Which three would you, ch would you choose? Please state them in order of importance. It's a good question. And out of the 100 replies, everyone responded. 98 put the Bible as the first book on their list. The Bible is an all-time bestseller, even though it's banned in numerous countries. The readers of the Bible have discovered that it's not just a book of the month. It is a book of life. It's eternal. It's unchanging and it's dependable. There's no reason then for surprise that the Apostle Paul told the Colossian Christians to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. That shouldn't be a surprise to any of us. The same instruction we still have today. The word of Christ could refer to Christ as the living word. As far as John's gospel points out, Christ is the eternally living word. But Paul could also have been referring to the written word of God. The words of Christ were being collected and circulated in that time. Paul's own words were gathered into the Bible where they became the word of God. Colossians 3 focuses on Christian life. Already we've given attention to some things that should be removed from the Christian life, as well as some that things must be added to the Christian life. Underpinning it all is the fact that the Word of God should be the main part of the Christian's life. So what happens when God's word dwells in you? Let's look at that this evening. First thing is, when God's word dwells in you, it enriches you. Becomes part of your life. It gives richness to life. Atheists like to make God, but they don't understand. Sorry, atheists like to mock God, but they just don't understand what it is when we've all been vile sinners. We were a curse to ourselves, weren't we? A curse to our families, a curse to everyone that knew us. But when we heard the blessed story of Jesus as our saviour, we changed. We became happy people and a blessing to our family and everyone around us. We became a new creation we, and we live a new life. If the Bible is false, like the atheists would have us believe. What's happened to our souls? What's happened to our hearts? What's brought us out of the depths of despair and set us up before the Lord with our feet on a solid foundation? Atheists can't answer that question. Our second thing this evening is when God's word dwells in you, it educates you. It brings all wisdom and God's word is to be taught. Sadly, God's word being taught in our churches has been lacking for quite a while. God's word can be taught as a means of instruction on how to live. God's word can be taught through music even. 
The book of Psalms is a treasure of music and poetry that tells of God's dwellings, or sorry, dealings with people and people's experience with God. It admonishes us to, 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 to proper belief and to action. It brings grace and truth into life. Our third thing this evening is when God's word dwells in you, it encourages you. All things that Christians do are to be done in Christ's name, by his authority. This includes the things we say, the things that come out of our mouths. It also includes the things we do. This is something we need to, to really understand. If we say we're going to do something, we must do it if we're believers. All things that Christians do are to be done in gratitude. We should thank the Lord for the opportunities that he gives us. A shorter message this evening. It's the end of the year. I know we're busy. We've just been through Christmas. We've got New Year's in a couple of days. When God's word dwells in you, it makes you a new kind of person. The word of God cannot dwell in the same life where deceitfulness and sin and rebellion dwell. <coughs> Excuse me. So my encouragement for you this evening is start living that new life because the word of God cannot dwell in a life where there is deceitfulness and sin and rebellion dwelling. Let me encourage you. It's been a big year. I want you to be more diligent with your Bible study. I know you've been diligent, but even more so because God has so much more for us that we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because our God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him. And if you allow him, he'll make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. And you're important to God. You're watching this now or you're listening to this now, so you must believe that. But you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And we're stepping into a new year in just a couple of days' time. And it's a year of divine restoration and divine recovery where I believe that the Lord is going to give you back everything that those locusts have eaten, everything that's been taken from you. But you need to get closer to him. You need to start worship, worshipping him in spirit and truth. You need to start reading the word. You need to start serving. And watch that restoration and recovery come. And until next time, stay in the blessings.